This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. And today we have a special unicorn guest in the building. Please introduce yourself. What's up? My name is Manny Diesel. And it's a lovely, lovely week, right? Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I got super excited about the week. <laughs> but how was your week? How would you describe it in a song and in a color? Um, Song, like I think I would say like California Road by Snoop and Stevie Wonder. Because it's just, I don't know, coast through the week. It was a nice week. It wasn't mm-hmm. nothing super exciting but it was still a good week like i said it was pretty good and the uh, color i would say like a green mint green mm-hmm. like just because like i said i've been coasting and feel like everything just been green like like i can accomplish and do anything this week okay nice that's our favorite color green well one of them <laughs> asia how was your week it was cool it was, it was okay color and song love um, color, I would say, um, red, and then, um, song, um, I don't really know. I don't, I don't have a song for this week that describes my week. Okay. Well, I'm excited that we're back recording. I know we took like a little two week break in between of preparing for our show, but we're back. But um, my color for the week, I'm going to say orange. I'm also wearing orange today. And only because, like, this week has been pretty good. But then, like, also stressful at work. But, you know, work is whatever. You can't let that affect your week. And, I mean, I think that's a very vibrant color. I'm going with tangerine orange, though. Orange. Sorry. And song... I'm going to go with Hair Down by Sir and Kendrick Lamar. Only because that song is on repeat in my head. And all of Sir's, the whole Sir, the album that Sir just dropped. (laughs) Sorry. Got a little tangled there. But, yeah. (laughs) So we're going to just jump right into the Unicorns Are Real segment, which is our self-titled segment for the guests to explain all they do creatively, all their creative outlets. We dug into your life and we got questions. But before we go there, we'd like to start off with describing our unicorn. So if your unicorn was standing right in front of you, how do you how would you visually see it? He would be real tall, real muscular, like a Mustang body. Okay. Like, um, I want him to have a lion mane. I don't know why I just feel like hair is powerful for some reason. So like a nice afro lion mane. Okay. All black, everything black. His, I don't know, he'll be cyborg some type of way because I just love technology and I feel like that's what humans going to evolve to. So animals probably will too. <laughs> so Okay. Yeah. Cyborg, <laughs> unicorn. Do you have like any, uh, like with the cyborg park be like the horn? Probably, I was just going to say probably your horn. Okay. In my head, I'm visualizing the Terminator, so I feel like one eye should be like. <laughs> Basically, like the Terminator. Okay. 
That's cool. Yeah, that's one of my favorite segments y'all do. I feel like y'all should get somebody to like paint everybody's unicorns. Oh man, <laughs> that would be intense. Yeah, let me get close. But yeah, that thing, I think that would be real cool if y'all did that. Like get some week. That's a lot of work. It it would. Is, <laughs> I mean, it's a cool idea, but that would be like a lot of work. Like if somebody could like draw on the spot like really fast, like right. sketches, that'd be cool. But I don't know. Because then people be like, nah, you got to, you know, Dang, diamond encrusted. I don't know how you show that through a sketch besides drawing like little stars. Right. <laughs> but that's, that's a cool idea, though, if we could. Have, pull out some of our favorites and have them animated or something. Right. That would be awesome. Also cool. So, Manny. Are we going to be Manny Diesel? Are we doing the whole tie? Just Manny. Okay. <laughs> so, what would you say... Okay, describe what you do before I jump into questions. Describe what you do to the audience. Uh, the main thing I do is make music. I try to do a lot of things, but mainly I make music... Um, Run it. I'm not gonna say I run it, but I'm a part of a collective, Indigo Black. So we all do that. Uh, also, was a show curator. I did the Lost Generation show for about three or four years, mm-hmm. and helped out with my homies, uh, Crack and Zamar. They had Motor Club and a show called The Crack House back like a couple of years back. So yeah, we used to do those, and I write on my spare time, but I never ever put nothing out as far as like stories and plays. Okay. I just never finish anything. That's the only reason I don't ever say I'm a writer. Aw. I mean, eventually. <laughs> eventually, I'll get to it. Yeah. But yeah, my passion is just music right now. Okay. What would you say was the main per- your main purpose of jumping into music? Uh, Well, I really wanted to sing. I come from a family of singers. Okay. But I'm really not that great of a singer. So, um, and my, like I said, I come, and I come from a family of writers, so... Uh, it just naturally happened. I don't know. I don't have anybody in my family that rap or anything, but it's just something that I naturally got attached to. And I just wanted to do it because it was an outlet for me, really. And how bad of a singer are you? Like, can you say you can carry a, a note or two, or it's just, like, flat all around? By today's hip-hop standards, I'm a great singer. Okay. <laughs> but in, like, reality, nah. i say I could hold a note. But not really. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe not, on a good day. Yeah, I wouldn't try out for like a singing <laughs> competition or anything or volunteer to do a solo at church or something. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else though. does. Right, might I, as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technology, clean it up a little bit. Auto tune, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Today's hip hop standard, I can do it. Uh, rap standard. <laughs> so, at what age um, did you get most into Like, what age was the time you jumped into it? Or became most interested in music? I always wrote. Like, I was always, like, in middle school, kept a composition book around, so I was always writing. I never had the ability to, like, record at that time, so I really, really started recording probably when I was 18, 19. Mm -hmm. Started a group with some of my friends, and uh, the rest was history. Like, we just started doing shows and stuff, and I got into it real hard. Okay. So, how many projects have you created it's too many to even like i think about 10 or 11 10 or 11 yeah but it's mostly because i did a lot of group projects i've been in like three different groups Mm -hmm. and each one of those groups probably dropped two projects and then i eventually dropped my own so my own solo things that i ever put out was only i'm only say two solo projects why why just two because like i said it took me a while to get out of the group thing like i always was like wanted to be in the best group ever like i really just 
the first rapper that I liked was uh, Snoop. Okay. Like, even though he wasn't in a group, I always saw him with Death Row and saw him just doing stuff with people, then Outkast, my Andre 3000. So everybody I looked up to was in groups. So I just had this vision when I was younger, like, I got to have a code, like, the best rap group, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I was, you was trying to bump Wu-Tang? Yeah, basically. It really was, but it never, it didn't really happen. So now I got a collective, not a group. Everybody do their own thing, and we still work together, but nobody's, like, focused on, like, mm-hmm. doing a group project because too many chefs, and it don't ever work out the way that everybody wants it to work out. It's so always somebody mad. What is the purpose of y'all collective, then? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> we want to reach a lot of different people i guess so we got like different artists that like we got uh crack who's he's a lot of he do a lot of conscious music and i guess we all can do that but he that's like what he specializes in i do a lot of laid back cool um smoking music uh and everybody just reaching out to different lanes and different avenues so mm-hmm. that's the purpose of the collective we all feel like doing that we reach different audiences and doing songs together every now and then we get this other fans coming on our scene or whatever. So, yeah, that was the purpose of it originally. You kind of explained the type of rap that you do, mm. but what was the reason why, I mean, the reason that, what led you to do more chill, smoker music, or cruising music? Uh, Well, I, I really want to say it's more like living stress-free type music. Okay. I started off because when I first started, I people used to make this thing like, oh, y'all doing struggle rap and blah, blah, blah. And it used to get to me back then. So I used to be like, oh, I'm not about to make struggle. We're about to make party music or whatever. And it just wasn't, I can do it, but it just wasn't my, I like wasn't comfortable doing it. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I would listen to in my spare time. So like, like I said, my first influence was Snoop, who was like a real chill rapper. So Andre 3000 Outcast was real chill. Everything I listened to was real chill. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just was my lane. I just got comfortable doing it. Yeah. And, that's what I stuck to. Just what felt good. Exactly. Got it. Um, so I listened to that song talking about a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was very interesting. Um, it kind of seemed like a diss track all the way through. Um, particularly through to the entire um the entire music industry. Uh-huh. Um, is is that is that correct? Or is that just how you felt about the music industry at the time? Because um, you made a lot of references to what goes on in the music industry. That was not even the music industry. It was even on a lower scale. But, yeah, kind of something like that. Like, just locally or, like, the scene, I guess you could say. Like, it's just a lot of weird The art stuff. scene? Is that in it, Detroit? The music, art scene, underground, hip-hop scene. It just be, like, a lot of, I don't know, people that wants to give or take more than they mm-hmm. give and, like, do things to reach certain statures and stuff. So it's just, I don't know, it's weird to me. So so what did you mean by I ain't trying to work on shows, I'm working on pros? When I first started my Lost Generation showcases, I used to do that because, like, my visualized people, like, networking and coming out to do stuff. It used to be a poetry, mm-hmm. uh, hip-hop, music, dancers. We had comedians come through. And it was real cool at first, but, like, like I said, I wanted to start networking with artists and start connecting with them and doing different things with them. But it just showed me, like, a lot of artists, are they don't have the same vision that I have. They don't care about the scene, so to speak, or care about doing something good. They just want to get a name off for themselves. They'll perform and leave. And it was like, I get it. I've done it before when I was a younger artist, like, perform and dip out. But it was just like, it just started getting annoying. So it was like, and I feel like it started taking away from 
me making music. It wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't allowing me to do the music I wanted to do. Uh, I used to book different people on there, and they would, like, different people that I really, really did, like, and they did support what was going on. Mm -hmm. And they would always get the short end of the stick, and they wouldn't be able to perform and stuff. So it just got stressful. So it was like, I'm not trying to work on shows. I'm trying to work on pros, like, work on myself, work on my money, work on getting what I need to get done more so than trying to help ungrateful artists. But I still love helping out people. <laughs> Why do you think artists always try to leave Detroit and go to Atlanta? You also have talked about that narrative in that song. Because, I don't know, I f that's not even just Atlanta. I just feel like everybody do say, like, you got to get out of Detroit. Detroit is a doggy dog city. And even mm -hmm. what I just said is, like, you do deal with a lot of like, stuff that people don't, like, it's, it's, like, frustrating for any person that threw a show. They say the same thing. But or any artist that be like, oh man, we don't got people to come to our shows. People don't support you until you get out the city. I just got this real deep feeling like you can make it in the city still. Uh, I don't feel like everybody got to move to the same place to do it. And so far, it hasn't been too many people I know that made it and moved out the city and like, or didn't make it in the city and then moved to the city and start popping. Like you got to mm -hmm. still make it at home a little bit. Yeah, build gotta a have a at home. Yeah. <laughs> So I just feel like build that that home base first and don't get frustrated at the city. Just work on yourself and then move if you want to, I guess. But I'm still, I just feel like staying in the city is beneficial. Like we can do more in the city if we stay in the city. Well, at what point is that person allowed to move without looking like a hypocrite? <clears throat> now, when you start getting a lot of money and you need to move, like I feel like I, when you on, go ahead and move, I guess. But I'm not, I just want people to mm -hmm. say like, I don't feel like you got to get out of here to do it. Like, certain avenues, certain people. Like, I do have friends that was able to move to California and do better. Mm -hmm. But I do have a, more friends that moved out there and came back. And, and tried, went broke. Yeah, like, and was struggling, which I'm all for doing that and going out and risking it all. But, yeah, I'm not about to keep trying to do that. And Well, I got a family, so it's hard for me to do that kind of stuff. So that's more so why I don't do that. But, yeah. Yeah, you, you, have, you have two kids. Yep. So how does that relate to your music? Uh, it made me go harder. Like it really made me feel like, all right, I really gotta do this. I gotta, um, like a lot of my friends, were like, man, if I had kids, I couldn't even do it. I wouldn't do it. But like, it just really made me be like, I gotta do this. My sons want to rap too, or do music. At least they seem like it. So mm -hmm. it's cool seeing them dance and try to record songs and stuff. But uh, yeah, it don't stop nothing. It just make me go harder. Do they listen to your music? Yep. They listen to me, but I'm not their favorite rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Who's their favorite? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. He likes, he was real big on Tyler the Creator for a while. Uh, Interesting. But then he started liking the NLE Chopper guy. Who was that? Exactly. <laughs> You're going to be like, why is this little four year old listening to this? But it's. You letting them listen to it? I do. I, I don't. I let them listen to it. I definitely do. Like, I explain to how, them. How were they introduced to it? If you oh, yeah. He definitely. Well, some stuff he find by himself. Like, he, uh, really, he got an iPad or something? Or uh, a, a tablet? He got a video game. And he just um, knows okay. how to work and navigate through YouTube. So These kids are something else. Yeah. They are. <laughs> oh, and wow. the baby, of course, because he hears mm -hmm. that on the radio all the time. Oh. You, you letting like your kid listen to the radio? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like how you said that. You let your kid listen to your parents let you listen to the radio. I'm saying it because of the 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 standard of the music. Oh no! Like, oh yeah. That's only when the Bluetooth for the aux ain't working. It's like yeah. playing it. Like I don't really. I he's usually listening to my music or 
my I, phone I doesn't connect to my, my radio anymore. My Bluetooth is messed up. It happened Thank after you. it yeah. got wet one time. Yep. Yeah, and it's over after that. <sighs> so. So what um, single <laughs> or mixtape are you the most proud of? Out of the two mixtapes or uh, My first one, which was Diesel. Um just because, like, it was more, like, that was the first time I was like, all right, it's time to stop doing group stuff. It's time for me to uh, step out on my own. And it was, like, my first, like, baby feel like. It was like I had to work on it. I spent time on it for the first time, like, just all mm-hmm. of my decisions and stuff. And uh, it was just a natural, fun project to record. And uh, the second one, which was Punulao Pimping, which was fun, but it wasn't, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't like it didn't get mixed right, so it didn't okay. set right with me. But it's a lot of good songs on there. It just didn't top the first one to me. I mean, first one, you know, got your baby. You've been brewing <laughs> it for a minute, sitting on stuff. Then you come out of be like, yeah, this is going to be fire. Also, I, that second one, I had just got out of a breakup, so it was like oh. a whole lot of like, oh, fuck this bitch and blah, blah, blah. Not like that. I didn't ever say that exactly. I mean. But it was still that type of undertone on there for sure. <laughs> You was a big Sean. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever he break up, everybody always yeah, knows. He like, uh, what's the Taylor Swift do that too right here? Yep. <laughs> he the female version of Taylor Swift. The female or the male? I meant the male. <laughs> hey. Was she taking shots that I wasn't aware of? <laughs> oh, mm. y'all didn't see her eyes got wide. <laughs> so. You're not a fan of Big Sean either. Um, I hope, I mean, kudos to him. Um, I I really liked what he did with his last music video. Um, some of my close friends, oh, they were yeah. part of it. So I was, I was like, this is amazing. Uh, that was really a really good thing that he did for them, giving them that, that opportunity that they might not have been able to get. Um, as far as me liking his music, nah, not really, like, I'm 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 so good <laughs> on that, but I mean, it's just all right. That's that's uh, yeah. That's his prerogative. <laughs> like his music, <laughs> he makes music for his. He has his audience, you know, and they like it. Good for him, you know. He he made something for himself, you know. He always tries to represent Detroit. Good for him. Doesn't mean just because I work in the area doesn't mean I have to like his music. Right, right. People always. You know, I get so irritated when people make it seem like you have to like somebody else's Trust music. Me. Nah. Oh my! Like when I moved to Southfield from DPS, and people just be like, "You uh, you fuck with Blade?" I was like, "He yeah, all right." Like Blade Icewood, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, you ain't from Detroit." Like Southfield kills. Like, "Oh, you ain't from Detroit?" Then it was like, "What, bro?" Like they made it a big deal because I didn't like Blade Icewood that much. But yeah, so I definitely uh. That. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even like a lot of the new rap that a comes lot. from the Detroit area. They all sound the same. I can't differentiate between who's who. All the beats the same. You know, like that yeah. that whole yeah that that really gets to my nerves. Like I don't <laughs> like they sound like gremlins. Oh my gremlins. Like yeah, I can really we, can we it. input them into the movie Gremlins? I really hate it because some of those people, I hear them rap and I hear like, oh, he can really rap. But it's like everybody get on the same beat and do the same flow and the same thing. So it's like, oh, damn. Well, Which, you got more knowledge than I do because I'm thinking that them niggas all trash. <laughs> I mean, I've heard people outside of like 
them doing the normal yeah, stuff and be like, why don't you, yeah. why don't you send this out? How do you make yourself stand out in this world if you just produce the same stuff that everybody's doing? Like, I've heard somebody tell me they produce stuff that uh, of what's hot. Okay. Yeah. So like that's and I was so baffled. I'm just like, whoa! Like somebody yeah. actually admitted this. Yeah. Like they were like, yeah. I I I was like, what kind? They're a producer. I said, what kind of music do you produce? And I was and they were like, you know, I I like hip hop the most, but anything that's hot, I'll do it. And I was like, well, that I was also asking like their type of style, and that's what they were talking about. So your so your personal style is whatever's hot right now. Right. That's weird. Like be I like, can't following a fad is gone. Like, what you like to wear? Whatever everybody else wearing right now. Like, okay. <laughs> Crash and burn. Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of what you wearing. So, in the all right, okay pack, the cover art for that you had on that smile, the smile sweatshirt, or is it this t-shirt? Uh, sweater. Sweatshirt. Well, actually, it was a t-shirt. Okay. Up on top of a hoodie or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he had on the smile shirt that was made by um. Phil, yep. rep- uh, good good job, Phil. Your, your brand is strong, the small brand. And then you had the bucket hat on, and it was real dark. Mm-hmm. So when I first initially saw that, I correlated that with Schoolboy Q's Oxymoron mm-hmm. um, album. It just, it had, it mean, okay. like, clearly, you know, y'all facial expressions were different. Well, you can't really see Schoolboy Q's facial expressions because he's got the mask on, but he looked a little menacing. Mm-hmm. But your face juxtaposed... The smile shirt, because you know you sitting up there with this straight face, but your mm-hmm. shirt says smile. What like, what was the making of that of that photo shoot, and why did you do? Why did you look like that for the the photo that shoot? Album? Uh, shout out to Phil, uh, my homegirl Amanda, who I think she was on y'all show a few times. Amanda Sweet, she was doing a showcase. Oh, and, I didn't know you knew Amanda. Yeah, she go way back, but uh, she was doing a showcase with us. And, like, my group, Indigo Black, was supposed mm-hmm. to, like, perform. So we just decided to wear the smile shirts. I think she got everybody a smile. Well, we all bought them. And, uh, I can't remember what the topic was or what, but, like, we all, my group took a picture, and everybody's like, nobody's smiling. And it wasn't <laughs> on purpose. It was just rappers just trying to be yeah. cool. Uh, and y'all had on shirts that said smile. <laughs> and we look back on it, like, so, I, yeah, that's the real answer, but... When everybody else asks, I just say, like, it's balanced. Like, <laughs> yeah. So he was out it here, was on purpose. He's out here fronting on like, people. Yeah, I'm a, re- I'm a rebel, so I don't want to do what the shirts say, but I'm supporting this. Like, yeah. These, these, <laughs> fake, these fake descriptions of meanings. Exactly. That's what everybody, All artists do it. Yeah. I was about to say, everybody else. Not that I'm trying <laughs> you just to brave like, enough to just like, admit it. Yeah. Not but a, I now people going to be like, this nigga thing, was a lie. So if they ask me and they didn't listen to your podcast, then they just get the fake answer. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Gotta dig deep. I yeah. mean, speaking of shirts right now, you got on uh, Erica's New <laughs> <Do> America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Erica about it. That's my favorite artist. Is that what? What? Yeah, your intro. I mean, not your intro, but your Instagram. Um, Oh, yeah. Bio. Baduism. Ba- Practice Baduism. Yeah, Baduism. <laughs> so what does that entail? I don't know. I just love Erica Badu. Big fan. Uh, every song, everything she done. Like, I I feel like it wasn't my choice to even like her. My mom just played her everywhere I went. Mm-hmm. And, like, when she was mad, she'll so play you're, the song. You're brainwashed. 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And still to this day, like, I still keep up to her music and just think, like, I remember being young, thinking, like, oh, she's so sexy. I love her. Now it's just, like, I think she, I don't even have those type of thoughts. I just think yeah. she's, like, so precious. that. Please, I have both. Like, the untouched. <laughs> I mean, she's still that. But... Like that. Take it back to that that concert when she... She performed she Kendrick. Yeah, yep. I hate this... him. Inherit him. Yeah, I think somebody else did a video with me something with her, and I was like, man, her booty was huge, mm-hmm. as we've stated before. Yeah, because I like, I just like, as soon as I looked in your at your shirt, I started singing window seat. <laughs> Can I get a window seat? Don't want nobody. While we're still on the topic of cover art, <laughs> on your Instagram, you have a lot of like animations that yeah. that are like placeholders for your cover art are you a big fan of like cartoons and whatnot is I'm that a big why fan of illustration like animation cartoons mm-hmm. all of it like uh my profile picture is actually like my last album cover mm-hmm. and uh that was done by my homie mop my pet bop but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like i just anything i put out like the videos i just think that catch people's attention more so than a lot of visuals mm-hmm. and um it's just fun looking at videos to find to mash up with my music too. So it's just a fun thing to do. You should you should like have one of those, you know, the song that you said you was talking about bitches on, and have like the little Arthur <laughs> fist, like like zooming <laughs> zooming on that. Just so you're shaking. <laughs> Make a little just gift get that episode and just keep getting it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. You should you start picking them that that like go with them. I'm, there's got to be a SpongeBob episode to go say, with SpongeBob anything. the king of memes and gifts. Uh, he got everything. Every couple of weeks, he got a new one. Right? Because <laughs> people relook at it and be like, dog, that's the moment. <laughs> and I'd be mad, like, damn, I need to watch SpongeBob so I can come up off one of these memes and stuff. This. <laughs> so, we're actually going to take a moment to listen to the song that you brought us today. Let's take a second. We gon' take over like juvenile 99 rating money like it's Lilla time When I shoot my shot, I know she gon' give me mine No, I'm playing with the truth is Your aura made me wanna get your penny from an angel corner But I think heaven's sit you You're catching eyes like your body taking pupil pictures Other niggas see ya, yet you're fucking with me Your ex was a lame, girl, it's nothing to me You don't want that same old, same old I don't mean to clown, but your last was a lame I'm on that nigga head buckets, no can't go. Enough about them, now let's talk about us, yo. Love got me feeling like I need no custom. I'ma need more than the usual. That the bullshit, just the funeral. So what led to um, the creation of Nothing Usual? Um, well, like one of my joint projects that I'd done like back a while ago was called My World. And um, I worked with this this woman named Tracy. And she was just like one of my favorite artists to ever work with. Like out of all the rappers I worked with, she was just a great writer. On She mm-hmm. was like the first singer I knew that was like writing on the spot and like can just do whatever she did. And she, her voice was just nice. <clears throat> so... Um, I just haven't done anything with her for a while, so I hit her up like, yo, let's get back in the studio and let's do something. She was down for it. Uh, she go by the name Wavy Bay now, so she's getting her music out. 
And uh, we both were just, like, trying to get projects out. So she said she was down, got in the studio, and it was just something we wrote on the spot. Beat was made on the spot. And, yeah, it wasn't really Just something organic. Yeah, it was, like, easy. Okay. Like, we really wanted to do a project with her, but our schedules are crazy, and we both live on two sides, opposite sides of town. So, yeah, it never happened. You can be like you can be like uh, the little MLA uh, collective. They make their music in different states. Yeah, I know. I used to. Uh, they were one of the people that helped me start rapping. Actually, MLA. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> Him, he used to have his group. Uh, not clear soul forces. Fresh air. He used to be in a group called Fresh Air, and they used to do shows. And we they used to like Big Brother to us. So that's real dope. That's cool. But yeah, that's. Sink we could it. do that, but we I just got me my own personal studio so I can do stuff like that. And uh I don't know if she can do that now. So it's just people mm-hmm. just have a hard time recording for artists. Yeah. That money. Super expensive. Yeah. That time. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's always interesting to me when I listen to songs and figure out that they were never in the studio at the same time. Yeah, that too. I've done a few songs like that, but I know a lot of people are against that, but I don't think it's nothing wrong with that, especially if it's a great song. I mean, do you prefer to be like get the energy of the other person while they're in the studio? If I like, yeah, I prefer like to like even before if it's an artist I never like hung out with or knew personally, I'd definitely rather like at least us hang out or like do something outside of music mm-hmm. so I can just catch their vibes and we can make like I love making stuff organically, but. Features are cool, too. It's just not as fun. But when you get a feature, it's just fun to, like, outdo the other artists to me. <laughs> you should, you and a bunch of different and artists then, should do the same thing that that um, that J. Cole's camp did. Oh, and yeah. And just meet Man, up. I, I know. I always wanted, like, that documentary meet, or something. Yeah. Meet have a, have a whole book mm-hmm. space. Just, like, yeah. four producers to come in there. Yeah, and just see which room you feel in the most and then jump yeah. on the track. I um, mean, it was just a big competition to see whose music yeah. would get that's, on there. That's, like, another reason I used to love groups because it was just, like, it always pushed me to, like, write the hard. Like, I'll write stuff so many times and be like, nope, I'm not using that verse. Like, yeah. I gotta go harder. <laughs> and then you'd be, like, Buddy on the documentary oh, where he yeah. was just I'll jumping from room. He was like, I'm gonna be on every track. He's on, like, four. Because he was like, they not gonna tell me I can't. Like, after a while, you just get hungry. <laughs> you be like, man, I gotta take what's, what I can get. Like, I gotta do what I can while I can. <laughs> yeah. be cool. <laughs> so, what was the, uh, the meaning behind the track? Um, Like, we just... Like, when I first suggested the title, like, I came up with the title before we came up with the whole song. And I was just like... Tell, tell the listeners what the title is. Uh, nothing Usual. Okay. But the original was not the usual. So I don't okay. know how, I, like, it got lost in translation. She changed it up in a hook. But uh, it was just like, I started out, like, t- telling somebody that you don't want the same usual thing. Like, I don't want the usual, basically. Like, I don't want the, oh, let's Netflix and chill. Or I don't want to go smoking. I don't know. I do want to smoke, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do the usual, whatever the usual may be to your situation. You smoke on the first date with that person? Or yeah. do you want to actually get to know them? We can, we definitely going to smoke. <laughs> on the first date? Yeah. You don't think that, like... Unless, I've definitely dated people that didn't smoke. So I definitely be like, all right, I won't do it if, like, I like the girl enough. But, yeah. How do you know you're going to like the girl enough if it's the first date? Off of whatever we talked about before we went out, I'll be like, all right, I'm not going to smoke with this one. I'm going to not smoke. Okay. But always, I'm sorry for getting off smoke. topic. No, no, that I love was going down these rabbit holes. 
Because I was going to ask more about these dates. Just be like, do you just be like, Oh, no, I don't do this no more. I'm married now. So, oh, okay. Yeah. But even if she wasn't a smoker at all, like, it took her a while before so she So you peer pressured her? Every person that I ever dated that wasn't a smoker <laughs> eventually became a smoker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, she was the, she held off for the longest. What happened How long? to Dare? How long until y'all dating did your like wife hold up? A year and a half. Okay. Yeah, I used to be. She, she held she strong. She hate it. Like, she's like, oh, this thing, uh, can you go outside and do mm-hmm. that? And it used to be annoying. But now, like, she don't care at all. Oh, because she, she hitting the... Yeah, uh... she rolling them up Oh, like, before I come home, so it's cool. Oh! <laughs> nice oh, that was partnership. Like, that, like that, that meme, there was a meme that said somebody rolled up two blunts for their spouse to come home and smoke. Yeah, that's all, almost better than coming home to food. What? Almost. It's not better than coming home Come to on food. now. Like, you can't Man. be valuing weed over food. I'm just saying, Say if you have a long, stressful day... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I definitely don't, because... Yeah, I won't. It's, but it's you have a long, stressful day. People been getting on your nerves. Even let's take out weed. It, it might be wine for some people, whatever it is. But you just need that unwind, that relaxing sometimes. So libations and weed are the go-to to de-stress. And whatever you love to do creatively, if you like <laughs> to do them all together. Yeah. How long have you and your wife been together? Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so half of the relationship, she was like, I ain't fucking with that weed. For real. She hated it. And then, at, so how does this, I, I'm sorry, how did this whole <laughs> thing happen? Like, on what day, like, obviously this is something that you're going to remember because you're like, oh yeah, I got your ass to smoke. You know what? <laughs> I, you held up for a year and a half. Nope. I got you. I broke you down. I mean. I did she be like, I'm just going to hit a little bit. I'm and how strong of a strand did you give her? Or was oh, it like a whole blunt? She, well, the first thing uh. she ever did was an edible. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was dumb. Why would you set her up for failure? <laughs> and she liked it at first. But yeah. At yeah. first, yeah. And she's probably like, whoa, what's going yeah, on here? She was laughing then. It was like the laughter just was like, hold on, what's going on? And she was like, I'm oh, When it hit. Did <laughs> she know it was an edible? Yeah, or did you knew. trick her? She was like, all right, I'll take a piece. And she was, she was willing. A piece? How big of a piece did she take? It wasn't half. It was probably half of it. Nigga, why? She listen. I told her not to do it. I was like, it's going to be wild. You don't want to do this. And she like, if I'm going to do it, I you know, I'm going to get the full experience. And she got it. And she was scared. She was like, yeah, I'm not fucking with that ever again. I'm straight on that. And then after a while, she tried to hit the blunt, and she didn't like it at first. Because it's strong. Yeah. And then eventually, I don't know, she just was like, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was no turning back. I know somebody that, um, unbeknownst to them, ate a bunch of edibles. Oh, they didn't. Somebody was he was painting at an event, and then <laughs> they were selling edibles, but they were just giving them to him for free, and he was just eating them like cookies, like it's regular like, cookies. This is a cookie. What are you talking about? Like he, and, then, and then he said he <laughs> he said his girl had to drive him home because he couldn't drive. They had to take him home. He had to take him home early because he just couldn't work and he was acting like a fool. Yeah, edibles is a dangerous game. If you haven't smoked too, definitely. (laughs) It just, especially when, because people, you know, they look like they're fine. And then, like, watching people that do edibles, like, they look fine for, like, a while. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then out of nowhere, they look bat crazy. (laughs) And some of them don't even realize it until after a while, like, yo, like, this not right. Something's not right. <laughs> start yeah, this... getting hot, start wanting to sit down. 
<laughs> you do any other drugs? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. I don't think uh, you should answer that question. He can answer whatever he wants to answer. I've, I've done natural. So you've done shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> How did that compare to edibles? Um, I'd rather have an edible because just because. Why the high lasts too long in shrooms? No, the shrooms is just that's something like I don't know. It's, it's it's I like it, but it's just it's a wild ride, and you gotta do preparation and not eat right and all this stuff. Why don't you eat? Because when you eat shrooms, you're actually putting like fungus in your. You're actually like giving your body like a upset stomach, really. But you're getting an effect from it, so it's just too much. I don't like doing that. My stomach already. I already have too many problems, so it's just a lot to go through. Your stomach hurts from not doing that. It's not gonna hurt, but it's like it's like a you're getting sick. You're giving us like a little poison from it. <laughs> hmm. I've never heard someone say that before. Yeah, it's kind of nasty, but <laughs> it's kind of nasty. That, but I still did it though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's not something that I mess with all the time. Oh, I know okay. a lot of friends <laughs> that grow it and do it, and like people just too spaced out. I like being spaced out when I want to be, but. If you do that all the time, like I know people that microdose and they just seem like microdose soup. off of acid or shrooms. Shrooms, because I've heard people microdose off of acid. And I just what? Yeah, they put they they cut little pieces acid. and put underneath their tongue. Acid that'll stay in your spine for forever, and you have little highs for the rest of your life. What That's what they say? They used to say that kind of stuff about weed too. I've never heard someone <laughs> say that before. You ever watch one of them nineteen fifty videos about weed? No. And all the stuff that they say. Well, I, I would believe it for acid. That's acid. That's, no, they do say it does something that, to your spine. Like I. Th- that's man-made. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess anything well, could be man-made, but. Yeah. I mean, shrooms—that's just grown and shit. So. A little bit more. A little bit more natural. natural. <laughs> you know, but I mean, nothing's really good as grown and shit. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna move it along. <laughs> To the handing out roses segment. And of course, our handing out roses segment is when we acknowledge anybody that's inspiring us, anybody that's helping us. You can give out a single rose, a bouquet, or a whole flower shop. Uh, yeah, shop. Okay. Well, I'm giving out, of course, to the wife and kids. Shout out, wifey. Uh, the Indigo mm-hmm. Black Collective. That's all my homies and, yeah, all of them. Smell it. To y'all, because... Podcasting is hard. I tried to do it, and I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Like, it's too much. That was, like, another show experience. So, I was like, nah, I'm going to leave that to the people that can do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I said, I'm a big fan of y'all show, so I listen to that at work all the time. Thank like, you. Like, it gets me through the day. So, yeah, some flowers for y'all. Thank you, thank you. Mm, yeah, that's it. Smells lovely. Um, I think, because we haven't been recording... We should first, 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 I would like to give roses to the Melanin Voices podcast. Thank you guys for collabing with us two weeks ago, mm-hmm. three weeks ago. I don't know when we recorded. <laughs> it was a while back. Three weeks ago recording, two weeks ago in sound. It was a week right? before the Kindred Fest. I don't know when the Kindred Fest was, but I just know it was a week before the Kindred Fest. It was Fest. after Kindred Fest. I thought it was a before. I don't know. No, it was after Kindred Fest. The days just blend with each other. <laughs> but shout out to you lovely ladies, Mariah and Yuna. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for coming, well, flying to Detroit. I know you guys already had a mission to fly here. Yeah. But coming to talk, reaching out to us and talking to us. 
And that was a great day. Sorry for having you guys walk around downtown and not be prepared for it. Because yeah. me and Asia, we was like, all right, we got this bet. <laughs> but they weren't used to walking. Because we like we parked at like the end of the river walk and then we walked. <laughs> then we walked the river walk. Then we walked all the way to Campus Marshes. Campus Marshes. Kind of hot that day. Yeah, a little. It was a little humid. Uh, it was at night too. When yeah, we were walking, so it was. It, it was bad. cool. But yeah, you know, if you're not prepared to walk, <laughs> I mean, and ideally, I wasn't they prepared had, to walk. Yeah, but I was like, well, we here, and I <laughs> want me some <laughs> shaved ice. <laughs> But they were they were a lovely time. <laughs> yeah, they were real fun. Shout out to them. That is also who I'm gonna give roses out to. So we have the same roses. Yeah. And I also like to give, you know, Asia and Jaira roses for our show. Jaira became the cameraman, making yeah. my vision of having the frame. <laughs> Wish you would have got a little bit more of those pictures, though, Jaira. I'm not going to lie to you. I looked at him. I was like, dang, only 17. But, you know. So you're shading him. <laughs> yep. And roses, you roses with a thorn. Okay. Roses with a thorn. And then shout out to you, Asia, because we got it done. Got the show done. Stressful leading up to it. But we did it. Yeah. Most of the time before that show, I was like, fuck that shit. I didn't want to do it. I, yeah, but we did it, and yep. it was a good turnout. It was. People complimented our work. Mm-hmm. We probably lost our voices in explaining. I didn't lose my voice by the upteenth time of explaining it. I was cool. I was like, "Well, how how much faster can I do this? <laughs> Turn into a thirty minute explanation to a fifteen, which I don't know if like the other people were just losing out, but." Yeah. I mean, no, because you kind of like perfected what you were going to say to them. Like at first you was probably like, what am I going to say? I want to say every part of this. But then you made it concise and then straight to the point. Yeah. yeah. Jaira, I do love you Oops. for helping me with my stuff because without your help, I would have just said, fuck it and left. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jaira, if you ain't pull up <laughs> that hour leading into the show. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I was I was pretty pissed. We probably would have closed the door and just cried in the corner or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we got it done. Yep. So we're going to play our first game. First game. It's called Phrases to Songs. Phrases to Songs. This is my baby, actually. And it's all about, I mean, you have to, it's a word association game. So we say a word, you come up with the song, you get 30 seconds. Yes. Yes, it is 30 seconds. I had to think about it. It's not. It's not? No. What is it, a minute? She doesn't even know the game that she made up. It's, it's not. A, it's, a, it's a minute overall for everything. That... Ah, it's a minute. <laughs> All right, I was going to give you 30 seconds, and that would have been a real challenge. Cause... So you need to associate <laughs> the, the, the given words with a song. It can either be in the title or in the lyrics. If you don't know it, say pass. And, if, you know, you, you can't just say... Oh, a certain song, and it's not in the lyrics at all because it because it reminds you of that that word. It needs to be directly in the lyrics or directly in the title. Gotcha. Please say pass if you don't know what it is. All right. <laughs> but I mean, I'm if, you, not the ball. if you're thinking, 
I'm going to say pass. <laughs> you can always come back to it. Yeah. This is like Family Feud nigga style. <laughs> family Feud is already nigga style. Steve Harvey. No, no, nah, nah, this is supremely nigga style. <laughs> you, they still got to please white folks. Yeah, you're right. Yep. We ain't out here to please white folks on this show. Okay, you got the, the clock up, Aaron? Let's see. Okay, I'm going to start at the bottom. And go. Tonight. Tonight. Okay, good. Nigga, I'm good. Nigga, I'm good, Pusha T. Bad. Michael Jackson, bad. On. On. Uh, I'm on one, Drake. Fear. Pass. Night. Uh, Day and night, Kid Cudi. Computer. Computer love. Cup. Please, ooh, that's my song. Uh, a drink in my two cup. <laughs> Skin. Oh, okay. Skin. Uh, pass. Grits. Pass. Roll. Roll, roll, roll your boat. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> money. Uh, money in the bank. Nigga. Um, uh, my nigga, my nigga. Cash. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Hood. In my hood. Jesus. All right. <laughs> you did pretty good. And you was by yourself. You only skip. <laughs> you only pass on three times. Three times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's really good. I I'm mean. <laughs> this, nigga said, this nigga said, roll, roll, roll your boat. That's hilarious. That's uh, he over here bringing nursery rhymes. Give us the give us the artist. <laughs> Who created Roll? <laughs> some white woman. <laughs> Did some white woman? Like, I'm sure. Wait, watch we look it up and it'd be an old slave or something. We'd be like, damn. You oh. <laughs> Dang, that's roll, real. Roll your boat to freedom. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that? Uh, Wade uh, Harriet Tubman. No, not Wade in the Water. Uh, that thing that you always sing. It's like a. Somebody's talking about. You gotta give me more than I sing a it's lot like, of things. It's like a, it's like a Negro spiritual, but turn into something hood. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no! You talking about? Um, <laughs> I was making the what? money. She's talking about Sam Cook. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm sorry. I was bored about it. I was shaking that ass. <laughs> but no, but that was Sam Cook. I was born. Oh, I don't know why I was thinking that. I was thinking that it was something to do with Harriet Tubman. <laughs> that song is always in like the build-up in movies when right. something's about to go yeah. wrong or something's bad happening. Mm-hmm. You know, they play that. <laughs> That's how you know something's going down. Soon as Sam could come down in the doom. <laughs> so, what's our next game? It's it's not a game. It's staying fly. Oh. Cause you know I gotta stay. Tell So our staying fly segment is all about mental health. Haven't done a mental health segment in a while. I've got a little inkling of what he's gonna say. <laughs> so how? What are ways that you stay mentally sane? Express myself through music. Smoking oh. weed. Oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, but I don't yeah, know. But like, nah. that's such a, it's not even that for me no more. Like, I literally just started trying to meditate. 
Okay. Recently because one of my asthma, so like I've been doing like breathing meditations and it helped with that. And what? yeah, I smoke. Shut up. Asthma. Shut up. <laughs> her mouth started. Her mouth yep. started going. Man, blunt said that. Yeah, I bought a bowl, but yeah. It doesn't feel the same as passing a blunt to somebody, huh? It's better. That's what niggas always say. But yeah, like I'm trying to cut back on smoking. Not because no the reason, just because like why don't you just microdose on edibles then? Cause that's not gonna work for me. Like well, after a while, after eating edibles, it's like you're gonna have to eat more to get high, and it's not. Same thing with smoking. Yeah, tolerance is gonna be every time you put some type of drug in your body or alcohol. Yeah, your tolerance. Well, my blunts got bigger. Not I don't smoke more. <laughs> but in <laughs> essence, you're smoking more weed, so it's the same thing. But that's not what I do for mental health. Okay. Not no more. Like that's just a natural thing. I was like, about 20 minutes ago, you said when you upset and you frustrated, you come home and smoke blunt. Yeah, yeah when I got to unwind, I got to hit that, you know. Right? Okay. But my mental, meditation. Like, meditation. <laughs> more so. like, it's like, I got to go in the room, got to have my lights right, and sometimes just play music. But, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll like, if I'm really having a bad day, I'll probably listen to music before I smoke. What kind of music do you listen to when you're having a bad day? Erica Badu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My own music mostly. Like that's okay. mostly what I listen to all the time just so I can Shameless plug. Definitely. Just so I can just get it better and like do more to it and know what I need to work on. But uh I just like to listen to a lot of old school stuff more so than anything new. How old? Like Dell Phonics, uh okay. like old like the seventy bands, the mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You better say gap band. I love of course, music Charlie, gap. Yeah, in the gap, gap band. <laughs> My favorite. Not my favorite, but they out there. Gap Band, Temptations, and... um, OJs, I look at OJs. Probably my favorite, the OJs. Nicely Brothers. I was about to say Ronald. (laughs) 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 Gotta do the eyes. 80s bands, too. New Edition Code. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So what game are we going to next, Aaron? It's our last one. Or do you want me to say it? I'll say it. Say it. Okay. Um, who said that ish? Who said that ish? Okay. Um, the game is about uh, you guessing which one of us said some crazy stuff. <laughs> Since you listen to our podcast a lot, I would figure that you would have an idea of who we are. <laughs> think about me. Yes, I think so. Semi. It would be more interesting hearing you guess which one of us said that foul stuff. So I'm going to go to it. Let me keep a tally. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> go ahead and read off the stuff. Okay. This person said, I got the sexiest weenus around. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Aaron. This other person said, Oh, I don't know why I said this other person. <laughs> That's stupid. You be licking balls? Asia. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm waiting for the courts to give me a visit give me visitation rights now. Mm-hmm. Um Yay, we get to hear about hotels. Asia. And slap a couple holes. Asia. I'm also holeless. 
Asia. He an unseasoned fried catfish. <laughs> yeah. You just a little old white man in the basement beating your meat to Instagram. I'm totally here for that freaky-ish. I'm going to say Asia again. I did a friendly slide one time. Mm. And then, last but not least, you can still clap back. Mm. I did bad. So bad, though. Oh, you started off a little bit strong. <laughs> you started then, off strong. <laughs> and then I think you just started being like, I don't know. I'm going to do every other one. But <laughs> little, no, he, he did Asia for like four straight I'm ones? talking about afterwards. Oh. After, after, you know, he started to fall off. Because I did like four four things that Aaron said back to back. <laughs> and I think you might have did Asia. <laughs> yeah, that's like, man, I'm saying her name so many times. I'm like, all right. Let me switch it up. It's like a multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dang. <laughs> I know one of these things. I didn't I didn't push C for four answers. I know one of these wrong. <laughs> All right. Tell them who said what. <laughs> you can still clap back. I said that. Um I did a friendly slide one time. That was Aaron. Probably I'm totally here for that freaky ish. That's Aaron. Um <laughs> I got the sexiest weenus around. Aaron did say that. You did a good job with that one. You be licking balls. I said that. Asia. Asia, like, anytime you guys put, like, those questions, Asia be like, they be like, ask me something. You be licking balls. <laughs> and you got to hear it in her voice. And I know they hear it in her voice when they read it. They be like, sometimes I just think somebody's going to ask me something serious. And then Asia, here she come with her shenanigans. You be licking balls. You be licking balls. <laughs> And she asked it like she was asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> you be licking balls. I don't know. Who said that? Are you asking me? Is this a question? <laughs> you just a little old white man in the basement beating your meat to Instagram. I said that. <laughs> um We was really coming for somebody head that day. He an un he an unseasoned fried catfish. Aaron said that. I'm also holeless. Aaron said that. And slap a couple holes. Aaron said that. Um, <laughs> yay, we he, we get to hear about hotels. I said that. Yeah, that's those are all the ones you did. Are those all from y'all episodes? No, nah. they're not. <laughs> I'm about to say, I don't remember. They're not. They're them. not yeah, just right from there. episodes. They're like from text conversations, phone conversations, like, conversations at events. No, nah, <laughs> it's just like based off of. Like what you get from our personalities, but then again, we say "ho" a lot. So, all the ones with "ho" in it—that's that's really up in the air. That's up for grabs. Yeah, Aaron's the one that talks about weenuses and whatnot all the time. So, I like to touch weenuses. <laughs> I like somebody actually thought that was sexual when um, she said like, that to him. I was like, "Oh, let me touch your weenus." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, okay, let I see, see what's that. going on." <laughs> And I said, I hope it's not crusty because we was in a um in a group <laughs> we chat. Was in a group chat oh, I thought you said it hit him in person. And he got like excited. Oh no! <laughs> well, I don't know what he did. <laughs> it's like, oh, she want to touch my weenus. Is that another name for penis? 
Nah, fam, it's on your elbow. Well, <laughs> we have enjoyed your time here. Enjoyed mine. <laughs> it's been great. Thank you for reaching out and asking. It's been really hard yeah. trying to organize <laughs> everything. Like I said, I tried to do the podcast thing. It was the people that were supposed to do it with me would not show up and then they'd be like, yeah, I can't do it. It was just too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I... I can only imagine how y'all, like, I'm like, damn, he's still going. So yeah. keep on doing, uh, like, y'all don't stop doing it. Like, hey. it's real. Yeah, ours is One right. of the best podcasts in the city. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Ours is, we're trying to get back into the swing of things. Back into the fold. Okay. Uh, you got any uh, takeaways from the show that you want to give the listeners? Uh, Well, yeah, we got a project working on coming out in October. I am Diesel. Uh, group project. Well, we got group songs and videos, visuals coming out this month and next month. Uh, Don't my, forget about that Arthur Fist. The Arthur Fist, definitely. I got to get that one. I'm working on <laughs> Just that. do a video with you and then the green screen behind it. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie video or something. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah. Follow me on Manny Diesel on Twitter. IB Manny Diesel. IB dot Manny Diesel. D I E S E L. And that's, oh, I should have spelled it all out. M-A-N-N-Y-D-I-E-S-E-L. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll keep it all posted on whatever else coming out. And Spotify, Apple Music, all my stuff is on all streaming platforms. What is oh. what is the name for it? Manny Diesel. Okay. Oh, make sure we include that in the show notes. So please listen. I mean, look at, look at. Look out. Yes, look at and listen to the show and follow the notes. And, of course, we are recording in Detroit's different studios. You can follow us on Instagram at... Unicorns Are Real Podcast. And follow us on Twitter at... Detroit Unicorns. And, you know, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all that jazz. Give us five stars. Comment, likes, I don't know. All that. And thank you guys. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different Podcast Network Weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.